folks, do you know the definition of insanity is? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. The one thing I like about Mr. Jason Pritchard is he only needs to touch the hot stove once. That's right. And he won't be doing it again. Jason, how you doing? I am doing great. Zuber, how are you? I'm doing wonderful, man. So let's let's uh, remind people what the hot stove was for you last year. And more importantly, talk about how you will be avoiding the hot stove this time. Yeah, no, I think it's a great it's a great topic for conversation. It's something that my team and I are, are openly discussing right now in all of our meetings. And for us, uh, the hot stove for us was loading up on a bunch of uh, flip properties heading into summer of last year that we ended up taking either significant haircuts on when we sold them in the beginning of 2023 or we broke even or they just became, you know, really problematic properties for us. And so we're being very, very cautious about the types of deals we're taking on right now, the margins that are in those deals, and very specifically the time frame. So if we're looking at projects that have long runways, big rehabs, we have the city involved, we have plan check, we have permits and all that stuff, unless it's just like some grand slam deal, we're not even going to take a look on it. It'll be a quick pass and we're looking at some other things. So we're really preparing and trying to learn uh, you know, the lessons that we learned, uh, you know, in 2022 and, and trying to be better business people now. You know, I, I talk to a lot of people across the country and I have to say you're unique. So let me explain what I mean by that. Okay. So last year you are not alone. There were lots of people that thought the good times would never last. They were doing skinny deals. Their buy box started to extend to current other cities that were just too far and they got got, right? The market got slow, rates went up, demand disappeared in November and December, right? If you brought mm -hmm. something to bear in November and December, it sat. And if you're running a levered business where you have capital costs at eight, nine, 10, 12, whatever it was percent, your margins getting eat up all the time. So I think I interviewed probably seven or eight different flippers, or at least they did some flips. And there was some pretty horrible losses, some six figure losses. Yeah. January, February, even March from bad deals done last year. You're not alone. Yep. Then the market turns around. You know, April, May, June, July, the market's hot again. If you're flipping below the median, everything is selling. <laughs> Some of these idiots think they can't miss again, Jason. Yeah, it's crazy. They're going to other cities. They're doing bigger projects. They're going above the median because the low end is so there's nothing there. And they're going to get got again. I mean, what are you guys doing? I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. And and I know some people that are doing similar things. They're putting their foot back down on the gas. And I think for me, I here's what we're doing, because I want there to be a tactical component to the people that are listening to this, because yeah. I'm not stopping my business, right? So I no. think we have to define what's going on, right? I'm not not going to be doing deals. We are just focusing on a few different things. So let's look at kind of like the analytical side of the deals because that's the first thing that we do. As soon as a opportunity comes across our desk, the first thing we do is underwrite it. And our underwriting, when we start, the first thing that we look at is what is the property worth if it's going to be a flip property or a wholesale or something like that. And you need to start adjusting down those numbers a little bit right now right? I'd say minimum of five to 10%. I'd say 5% at the absolute bare minimum. You need to be paying closer attention to 
the actives and the pendings that are in the market and stop looking at comps that were from early in the summer or the spring when that market was picking up right now, guys, right? Like, these are the lessons that you can apply, right? So look at what's selling right now. Ideally, 30 days, and that's it. If you can't find 30 days, call the agents that have the active and the pending listings and find out what's their activity level like. What are the offers coming in like, right? Is the inventory still moving? And then adjust your number there because if you adjust your after repair value down, everything else should kind of fall in line. We're also increasing our profit margin. We've always run around 12 to 15%. Now we're looking at 15 to 20% on our on uh, our offers. So if we want to if we want to make a minimum of 15, you know, and then we're bringing our number down from our uh, our repair value, I think that makes it a little bit easier and gives you a little bit more cushion in case the market shifts or you don't get the, you know, the activity that you want when you when you bring that listing to market for sale. Yeah, and the other thing I think I've heard you say and I just want to hit again is you're actually actively looking at how quickly you can get the money back, which is part of your return, right? How fast you can get it back. So you'll be wholesaling not to put words in your mouth, but wholesaling more, doing lipstick more. And yeah, go ahead. Yeah. And, and you, what, what we're doing, and this is something that is maybe a little bit more unique to us because I've done a very good job of making relationships with my private money lenders and my lenders. I have not had one lender that has said, Hey, Jason, I'm going to sit out this market and just kind of wait to cool things off. Right. So mm -hmm. I have access to a lot of money and what we're doing right now is if the deal meets our criteria, we're finding that the sweet spot actually for us is not even just a, a typical wholesale or assignment. It's closing on it, right? And then putting it right back on MLS. And we're making a spread that is much closer to what our projected profit margin would be as a flip than what we would do as a wholesale. So let's say we're going to make 50,000 or 60,000 on a flip. We only maybe make, you know, 20 or 25 on an assignment. We can make 40, 45, just by sticking on the market and listing it as is. And so that's really kind of what we're doing. And it serves the same purpose. We're in and out in 30 days. There's a little bit more inherent risk because you are buying it. So the caveat to this is you have to have the means, the resources, and the capability to see the rehab through if you don't get an offer that you know that you like uh, just listing it as is. So that's really what we've been doing a lot of the last 60 days. And that's kind of our game plan going into the summer is taking our competitive advantage, which is access to raise money, having that capital there, closing on those properties and trying to extract maximum value. Because once it goes on MLS, guys, your typical cash buyers that buy like on assignments, right? That's not really who we're looking to sell it for. We're looking to sell it more for the mom and pop investor, the person that's only doing one or two deals a year that can be happier with a little bit of a thinner margin. They're swinging the hammer on the project themselves. So they save money on their rehab costs. That's kind of the profile of the buyer that we're looking for, as opposed to somebody like me that flips 80 houses a year and really, you know, runs much tighter margins is going to give you a, a smaller offer. So that's kind of our strategy uh, heading into the end of this year. I think that's wise, wise advice. So let me kind of play it out how what I heard. So basically, your strategic advantage is you've been marketing for deals for years and yep. never stop. Yep. That means you get lots of at-bats. You get lots mm -hmm. of leads. What you're going to do today is you're going to take a lead down. You are going to be leveraging private money. More on that in a second. You're going to clean it out and you're going to put it up as, as close to as is as possible. Probably spending less than three or four grand. I'm yeah. Guessing. Literally just a clean out, maybe clean out and securing the property. So 5,000 or less. Yeah, that's it. Okay. And then, then what you're going to do is you're going to sit on it for three or four weeks. If you, you're 
obviously getting offers. So this works. Mm -hmm. But if for some reason a house didn't, then you would put it into the flip mix and you would just start to flip there. Is that fair? Yeah, that's it. We so our our you almost hit it right on the head. We have a two week window basically week. from okay. when it lists to if we don't accept an offer. And during that two week window, we're collecting all of our bids, lining up all of our subs. We're very open with them and saying, hey, this is listed on the market. So if you pull it up, you're going to see that it's for sale. Right. If we get a number that blows us out of the water, we're just going to sell it as is. But if yeah. we don't, then you know, we're going to be ready. And we've done so much business with our guys that yeah. they know that they're not going to get, you know, every single deal that they go walk. And so for us, okay. um, it's worked very well for us. I'd say, you know, minus one or two, 90% of the properties that we put down this route, uh, we haven't had to pull back off the market and rehab. And so you, again, there's no foolproof plan, right? There's no. risk with everything, but this for us works very, very well uh, because we're, I, think it's awesome. I like extracting the maximum value not every flipper out here has the relationships that I have and the ability to raise money. A lot of people are still using hard money lenders or they just don't have access to it. And there's big prepayment penalties and all mm. these things when you pay off early. And so yeah. for us, my lenders are happy because we can just turn their money over faster. And so I'm having a very open, honest discussion with them saying, hey, here's what our plan is. But the goal is if we sell it in 30 days, we want to have another opportunity right there and we can pay them you know, their origination fee over again. So, you know, if we can turn their money four or five or six times, as opposed to two or three in a year, they make more money. So it's a win-win for everybody. Well, that's exactly where I was going to close on this. Your private money wants you to pay them off fast. Cause sometimes when you do private money, you're just doing interest only. So yep. they look at getting paid off in three months as the bad thing, right? I was yep. making 10 now I'm making zero. But what you just highlighted, I think some people missed. You pay what's called an origination fee. Is it is it one percent? One percent. One per. It's equal to one percent of the amount that I borrow, right? So I have. So here's a real world example. I have a deal in Modesto right now. Okay, we paid two eighty for it, and I'm selling it right now for three thirty as is. Okay, so my lender made. I borrowed three hundred and fifty thousand. So originally, what I was going to do was spend about sixty, seventy grand rehabbing it, and then we were going to sell it in the mid force. Modesto's a little bit further away from our home market, right? Uh, even though it the dynamics are similar to Fresno, it's not our backyard. It was a deal on paper, right? We bought it for two eighty. We're selling it for three thirty as is. We're selling it off market, no commissions, no closing costs, and we're gonna walk with like about forty grand. And I think we were gonna flip it and make maybe sixty if everything went right. But I learned from last year that it's very easy, right? That sixty or seventy thousand dollar rehab budget can turn into eighty, and that four fifty resale price turns into four thirty after credits and you know some price reductions and things like that. And I'm making the same amount of money, guys. And I get that money, the speed of capital, the velocity of money is turning much faster in my business. And it's a win-win for everybody. My lender was like, great, no, let's do it. Just roll it into the next one. Let's just keep the money working. So I think everybody's yeah, so, happy. So again, in this case, they made 3,500 bucks just loaning you the money. Plus the interest on the first, I, I think I'm paying them a month's worth of interest after it's yeah, all said and was, done. Yeah. yeah. So they'll so make again, like five, five, six grand. For 30 days. Yep. Rough 45 days, whatever it is. Yep. Yeah. And then they get to do it again. That origination fee is a nice kicker. Um, makes that makes turning over the deals faster and staying with you because if you can turn it yep. four times, why not? Right? Yeah, so, yeah. And then then you have to have a business. That's the other thing, right? Another competitive advantage is us with us is you have to have a business where you can turn that money over because the worst Proof, thing that evidence. you can do yep. is 
get in and out of a deal really quick and then not provide them another opportunity to keep that money working. Because if they exactly. were planning on having that money roll for six or nine or 12 months, right? You're not really doing the right thing by them by being in and out of that deal. So our exactly. competitive advantage is not just the relationships and the access to money. But like you said at the beginning, we built a business where we get lots of opportunities, right? We're doing seven, eight deals a month. So we always have something that we can put their their funds into, uh, you know, in our pipeline. Jason, you put out of a lot of amazing stuff. You have some free giveaways on your website. Tell them where they can find that and give them a highlight of some things that are there. Yeah, yeah. So you can go to jasonpritchard.com and you can click on the documents and resources tab. There's tons of free information. If you're just getting started, we have a 10-page step-by-step guide that literally gives you every bullet point from start to finish on how we start our marketing, how we generate leads, how we negotiate deals, how we put properties under contract and sell them for maximum value. Um, and then all the tools and resources that you need to do all that stuff, guys. So all the contracts, all the spreadsheets, the deal analyzers, basically our business in a box. We have everything that you need to get started. You can go right there, download all that stuff for free. Um, and then if you have questions about how to put any of that stuff to work, you can always reach out to me or my team. I still can't believe you give that away for free. Again, jasonpritchard.com. Go get it. I don't think it'll be free forever. Thanks, buddy. Thanks.